Hi, and thank you for joining Dating While Black's radio podcast. Dating While Black was created to open real dialogue between the sexes in hopes that it will foster positive exchange and help cultivate our communities. The radio segments will address issues that relates to the world, our communities, relationships, and everything in between. So sit back, relax, and we hope you enjoy this segment. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This episode, I'm giving you eight, count them, eight types of emotional vampires. These are the people that drains the energy out of you, the emotional energy to the point where you're depleted and you don't have enough reserves for yourself to replenish yourself or to take care of the things mentally that you have going on. So we're going to identify these eight type of emotional vampires. Stay tuned. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Today, we are talking about emotional vampires. I'm going to identify types of emotional vampires, okay? So we're going to go through these really, really quick. I want you to know if you're out there dating and relationships, you need to understand that sometimes some things you will never encounter in the first couple of weeks or even months of dating someone or the first couple of weeks or months within a relationship. There's no amount of questions that you can ask or vetting situations or scenarios that you can come up with in order to determine if this person is an emotional vampire. These things often come out in time. And hopefully, hopefully, you are able to identify it early enough before you get too attached to make it easier to walk away. We're going to unravel the various type of emotional vampires that influence relationships and identifying, understanding that identifying these types can empower you to navigate your future connections more effectively, especially if you can identify these and get out the way. So the first one is the validation seeker. It is what it sounds like. This person constantly craves validation, right? And affirmation. They seek this type of attention constantly. They always want to know on a consistent basis if you care about them, if you like them, right? 
They, if, if you look good, if your outfit looks good, they constantly need it. It's different when someone asks because they want to know, right? But they constantly need it. And it does not matter if you tell them first. They want to hear it more and more. It's like a bottomless pit where you can throw as many compliments and it's as if you never did one. They seek attention to boost their self-esteem and they often leave their partners feeling emotionally drained by their endless need of approval. It's ridiculous. So a validation seeker. Number two, the drama enthusiast. So the drama bro or drama queen, they feed off of conflicts and negativity. They thrive on stirring the pot. They always want to stir up trouble. And what it looks like is they often are in the middle of drama all the time at work or within family. And a lot of times, instead of diffusing situations, even with their partners, they create unnecessary drama. And a lot of times it leads to emotional exhaustion. They often create unnecessary drama. And you could just be having a wonderful, wonderful date night but they'll find a way to stir up some mess and it affects everything. And now there's a big issue because they live for it. So drama enthusiasts is number two. Number three, the negativity magnet. They always see the glasses half empty. There's always something negative to talk about about themselves or even about someone else. Heck, you know, a lot of times it's about you. Their constant complaints and negative outlook often casts clouds over relationships and it saps the energy from those people that are around them. Have you ever just been around a person that was just always negative? Negative, literally. There was nothing that was ever good about anything. Number four, the victim. Now these people, this is in my book, and I'm going over nine today or 10. In my book, this isn't the worst, but it's pretty dang close to it. Victims often see themselves as powerless and perpetually wronged by others. Their family is always running over them. Their family is always doing them wrong. And they can drain you emotionally by constantly seeking sympathy. Because why? They're the victim. And the problem with a person that's always a victim, guess what? You guessed it. There has to be a villain. And a lot of times it's the people that's closest to them. And sometimes it's, it's you. They drain energy by constantly seeking sympathy and attention for their hardships. Number five, the manipulator. So the manipulator, they use, they're using all types of tactics to control others. 
often leaving people feeling manipulated, confused, and emotionally exhausted as they navigate their own web of deceit because they're trying to manipulate you. And sometimes people manipulate you because that's what they want to do. And a lot of times that's just a part of the game, especially if, you know, they don't really care for you the way you think they should. And a manipulator doesn't have to really know you, especially when it comes to dating. They'll tweak and play and do whatever they can do to figure out which one fits, to push your buttons, to get you to move in the way they would like for you to. Sometimes they use passive aggressive behavior. Um, Sometimes they, they use all type of tactics in order to manipulate. Sometimes they do the guilt trip, which kind of leads me into my next one, which is the needy dependent. This is the one that I really and truly do not understand. It is a type of manipulation because they rely heavily on others for their emotional well-being. And it creates a sense of obligation. You are responsible for their emotional well-being. And sometimes it creates a sense of resentment because in some cases, if you walk away or you feel like you feel like this person's going to fall apart because they're so needy. They have a constant demand of support. There's always a problem. They are needy. Needy is different than being victimized. They can deplete your emotional and financial reserves. They always need money. But they rely heavily on others because they are dependent. The beautiful thing about being dependent is that you don't really have to be accountable for certain things if you're dependent on someone else. Pretty easy type of life. Number seven is the eternal complainer. So I actually have eight. Number seven is the eternal complainer. They can always find something to criticize or complain about. Always. Find something to criticize. Things that don't even have to deal with them. They'll always find something to criticize about. Now, this is different than the negative person, though criticism is often negative, especially in this context. The negative person is just negative. Sometimes they're just dealing with depression. And maybe not. They're just made just, that's just how they move. But the complainer specifically complains and targets and criticize something. With a negative person, they'll find the fact that it's raining outside and it's, oh, just messed up my day. The eternal complainer, they are complaining about a lot of times you and what you're lacking. Their outlook can bring down the emotional atmosphere and make interactions draining. And number eight, the boundary buster. This person does not give 
two craps about your boundaries. Not only do they disregard your boundaries, they invade your emotional space and it causes discomfort. Their lack of respect for your boundaries can keep you feeling emotionally overwhelmed. Now, my suggestion is if you're dating and you're finding that this person fits one of these categories or they are the interaction is often tense or draining me, even if it's not that tense, then you may want to run for the hills or reconsider things. If you decide to move forward with the drama enthusiasts or the victim, understand that these are some major challenges on top of regular relationship issues. Like I stated, these are just a few examples that it can impact your relationship. Each type brings its own set of challenges. When you can really and truly understand what it is, the impacts of the relationships, and to identify these people, you are really taking your first step towards creating healthier emotional connections, as well as disconnections if necessary. And with that, this is D, and I'm out. Bye. That concludes this episode of Dating While Black. I want to thank everyone who has supported this podcast, who sent emails to info at datingwhileblackpodcast.com, <laughs> as well as those of you who visit the sites and attend the events that we have, both the paid ones as well as the free ones. If you have any episode ideas, we're open to them. Check out the website at datingwhileblackpodcast.com. Bye.